People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. At Celsius, we don't lock you up. We always act in your best interest. So are you going to use the bank? Or are you going to use Celsius? We have 23 billion in assets. We just raised 750 million dollar round of funding, one of the largest round of fundings in crypto history, and uh, uh, the business is doing very well. The company paused all withdrawals and filed for bankruptcy in July. And again, now Mashinsky, who has been under a lot of scrutiny is stepping down. Oops, I did it again. Deus Ex Mashinsky, part one, let's go. Welcome to Fraudsters. We are the Jacques Cousteau of Deep Dives, of course, into the minds of the greatest con artists of all time. I'm your co-host, Sina Gaznaby, along with Ariel Lieti and Justin Williams. And joining us in the virtual studio is the queen of the last podcast network, Jackie Zabrowski from Page 7, from Akatar. I mean, just so many from, you know, you've got your stream. Jackie, welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show today. I, um, I'm i so excited to learn from you guys today and maybe to get a little bit of uh, some upset out. You know, we always need to get more upset out. Sorry, I was trying to so- like speak as if like I'm on a serious show. So oh, I no. took my tone down no, and then I was yourself. like, what the hell am I doing? No, be It's because I don't know. It's because I don't know anything about it. So I immediately got, I'm like, I come in as I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm the, I'm the tiny dog. You guys no. are the big dogs. Come in hot. This is what we want. All right. Yeah. I'm coming yes. fire, firing. I'm <laughs> yes. blazing today. <laughs> Perfect. A hundred percent. Very serious show. Okay. <laughs> It's a special episode of Different Strokes <laughs> where we deal with uh, <laughs> child pedophilia or something. Race relations. Yeah. And women from Florida. Here we are. Oh, no. Yeah, if you want to talk about juggalos, though, well, I'll talk about juggalos for that's a while. That's the next episode. We'll get you No one to right, hear my juggalo story, but that's fine. For another time. For another time. <laughs> I like uh, them. They're, they're very accepting. They are. They do love all people. Yeah, yeah. and Fago. 
Okay, today's fraudster is the CEO of Celsius, Alex Mashinsky, and we'll get to him in a minute, but because I put money in Celsius and got scammed, I wanted to give you an update on the last scam that I was in. Guys, I, um, oops, I did it again in the great mm. philosopher, Britney oh, Spears. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, Don't uh, laugh. Don't laugh. She knows <laughs> I... I She's may finally or may free. We can't I laugh know. yet. Exactly. I, not yet. <laughs> I may or may not have put some money into another crypto thing that that blew up. On purpose? How do you do it again? <laughs> yeah. Like, did wasn't I just here? Are you trying to get frauded? I'm confused. Uh, well, sometimes I do try to get frauded. Like when I gave $50 <laughs> to Dr. Umar, I okay. definitely was like, this is, this is gone. This is gone. Uh, it'll be good content. But this time, you remember last season, uh, probably if you're on our Discord, you remember for sure. But last season, we covered how I put money into an NFT of apes. <laughs> and and uh, I just want to give you an update on that scam. It did come to fruition as far as scams. I got Whoa. apes. I got actual. You got an ape? Justin, let me tell you something, buddy. I got three apes. Wow. Okay. No. Three <laughs> virtual that? apes? Yes. I'm going to show them much? to you. I'm going to show them to you. How much so did you for, pay for three apes? Well, over time, I mean, emotional time, I don't want to uh, calculate into here, but okay. um, about $1,000 um, oh, that Christ. I lost. <laughs> $1,000? Yes. For three? So, you have you have $1,000 to just throw at apes? Well, it was. <laughs> Some of us, you know, have to pay rent. Some of us have to just draw pictures of apes and hope for the best. But yeah. you're throwing $1,000 at this, virtual apes. Well, we talked about the Evolved Apes thing last year. I got onto this NFT thing. I thought it was going to pump or whatever. Some stupid gambling thing that I have a problem with. And then what ended up happening was the money we were giving to was the username was Evil Ape. And <laughs> this guy, Evil Ape, or this person, what? I just want to be gender neutral. Why are you going to trust someone named Evil Ape? I did <laughs> You know, it's ironic, potentially, but it really wasn't ironic. It, he took the money and um, he absconded with millions of dollars. Uh, you know what I hate about this, Cena, is that you deserved it. Sorry. <laughs> I know. Sorry. I know. You deserved it. You deserve everything you got. I you have a, a new child, a newborn baby that could have used that thousand dollars for I diapers know. and formula, and I you know. used it on cartoon apes. You deserve what you get. You get what you get. Yes. This is this is not. You're not wrong. But here's the thing that was really funny after last time. Not laughing. Every so many people came out and said you are shilling for this NFT. You are pumping these things. You you should be ashamed of yourself. And I was like, I lost money. I'm the one. <laughs> I told you I lost money. Because what would that do? Like, honestly, even if you were, let's say you were shilling something, what is that? Yes. What would that even do? Really nothing. I mean, they did reboot the project and uh, they partnered with this big 3D company that's like a legitimate place. And that's how they ended up getting these photos, you know, produced or whatever. Does these that mean 3D you're going to get 3D apes? So, like, do you get 3D apes? Well, in the here, mail? let's just take a look at these apes now. Um, but they're not worth anything. I mean, they have some sort of utility <laughs> that if I wanted to put them in a 3D environment, I could manipulate the avatars apparently. But I've not done that. All I have are these three apes. So let me let me share the first one with they you. They better be amazing. This is ah, the no, 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 Oh my God, he looks no. just like you. No. 
so That's sorry. Sad. Oh, he paid a thousand dollars for Jar Jar Binks in a leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Is he just, supposed to be cool? I don't know what it's supposed to be, but um, I did get to pick the features, which is not very NFT esque. So technically, I did this, and then I did this <laughs> as well. Um, you paid two hundred dollars for a college graphic artist no. to make this for you. <laughs> There's Zeta. the other one. <laughs> Zeta. You know what I hate about these? They just feel so racist that it's hard for me to really take it out. Yeah. They just feel so bad. They're like, all feels, apes. It, what, yeah, they, it feels like they're trying to say something here, and I don't yeah. like well, it. Well, this I wanted this guy to be, you know, he was like my pride gorilla. You're, like pride what? Oh, gorilla. like a rainbow. Pride oh, I was seeing, rainbow. I was, okay, I immediately saw 50 Cent because the necklace and the, the um, like a G-unit type uh, wife beater. <laughs> Yeah. That's I was what more I was... focused on how he was going to eat the lollipop while he also oh, had gum he in his is mouth. Chewing gum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes. like that's really what There's I was a, focusing. The in lollipop on. is decorate, decorative. It's not like <laughs> it's not to eat. It's like holding a purse. The disconnected shoulders are of concern. As well. <laughs> <laughs> or just how tight that shirt is. Yeah, so tight. Yeah. There's a lot so of tight. fluff in the fur. Okay, and oh, then no. here's the. Here's the uh, the third one. This is my oh boy. this is my socialist uh, baboon. Um, oh, <laughs> he's, oh he's skinny. That's actually hilarious. I want to beat the shit out of this mummy. <laughs> this is a beta. This looks like one of my exes. To be quite honest with you, oh. a thousand percent. Greg, what are you doing here? How did you get here? Can I put your place, Ariel? Gregors, what are you doing? Yeah, I so, hate it. So these are the three. Those, that's, I mean, if you're on the Discord, you saw me post about them. Everyone was uh, pretty kind then, at least when I showed them the photos. No, they were? They were like, these are cool. <laughs> no, they were like, this is, we feel bad for you. You're an oh, idiot. Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> so, so with these apes now, you said you could take these apes and you could put them into a virtual world? In Apparently, that's what they're supposed to be used for. I don't know how to get there. That's what they're eventually supposed to be used for, but I don't know. I think right now I've got uh, three pictures of apes. Um, yeah. That's, for that's it. That's it for $1,000. So, like, you know, update, I didn't have to pay anything extra. It was just a couple bucks of transaction fees uh, because the transaction fees were previously very high, but now they're very low because no one's trading on the Ethereum network because of the crypto crash. Anyways. Can you sell them? Do they appreciate? Well, that's the idea of there's supposed to be digital art that does appreciate. But I think as we can all tell from the last five minutes of discussion. I don't know. It has depreciated as soon as it hit your inbox. That shit depreciated. It doesn't even, it's not even good artwork. Like no, I have a bare minimum baseline. I, I know how to do Photoshop and I could have made you that. I would have taken the thousand dollars. I would have made you some ape nonsense. And it would have appreciated because I'm famous because of this show. Exactly. It's, um, yeah, yeah. No, there's not going to be any appreciation on this. There's oh just, this is the most, the value of these apes will ever appreciate being on this show. This yeah. is the most uh, stage time and value they'll ever get. So good content for us. That's the update from last year on my Evolved Apes catastrophe. I hate it. 
I will say though, a thousand dollars isn't that much money in Don't the scheme that. of Don't things, do this. right? But well, you, no. But, <laughs> why? Because he got three of them, so he paid two hundred some odd dollars each. Three hundred dollars. What I don't understand is how you would ever do it again if you've already lost a thousand dollars. Admittedly, yeah. it wasn't another NFT that I got into. It was just <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. It was a thing called Celsius, and it was a platform where you put your money in, you put your crypto in, and then you get APY or yield, annual percentage yield. And <laughs> so stupid. I, I hate that I'm explaining this. Wait, I still okay. Don't get it. So crypto is the fake internet money, right? So you pay, you put your fake internet money into a savings account. Yes. Because that's well, what it's not yield a, gets you, right? It's it's basically, yes, it is somewhat, well, it is not savings, it is growth, but yes, technically you are savings. You're giving your money to this company. There's this idea of not your keys, not your coin. I just, instead of me holding on to it and using some other service, the yield or the amount that they would pay you for your crypto was pretty high. Okay. And like all Ponzi schemes, I was like, this will be great. I can get this good yield. And me and the other gamblers on the internet uh, put our money in there. Now, here's the thing. They made it seem like Celsius was a trustworthy company. The CEO would do YouTube town halls. <laughs> Everyone in the community really was supportive of it. Uh, but it turns out they were running uh, just a real Ponzi. Not even just like a basic Ponzi scheme, but they were hiring corrupt people that were also using customer funds to buy things like NFTs and then not being able to track them. Just a whole bunch of shit. Okay, so Alex Mashinsky is the CEO of Celsius. And we have a quick clip here where he describes what Celsius does to a certain extent. And um, well, you could just see for yourself. I've known you for such a long time. Yes. Um, you know, you, you, you have all my money. I've had all my money yes, with you I for do. 20 years. True. Can I take a big loan for a change? Sure. Take okay. a loan. Okay. So, wow. That's a lot of money here. Yes. That's good. Hey, wait a minute. Oh. You're going to take a big oh. loan? I'm going to lock you up for a long time. What? What, what is that? Oh, my God. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put it back. I, I don't need that. At Celsius, we don't lock you up. We always act in your best interest. So are you going to use the bank or are you going to use Celsius? <laughs> this okay. is what you trusted? <laughs> yeah, holy yeah, shit, dude. You trusted dude. that? <laughs> Sina! You just, so are you, you going to trust spin? the bank or are you going to trust me? Come on. Yeah. I'm this guy. I'm this guy Come in this on. video. Come on. The, the video is of high resolution. <laughs> I've got a young lady with me. She put some handcuffs on that weren't really handcuffs. They were just kind of, they were, it was a symbol. But come on. We, we broke into this junior high in Massapequa, <laughs> Long Island with a VHS camera. Uh, it's official. Like, dude, that's oh brutal. That's God, a lot. Cena. So people would put their money in and they would use their crypto as collateral and take loans out. And when you also had your money in, they would use your funds to basically create liquidity in the market. So that means, you know, when people want to exchange tokens for each another token, 
you're providing the kind of um, intermediary exchange, the medium of exchange for them to like trade it back and forth, which allows more trades to happen, which allows the value of these things to go up, and the casino does better. That's really what the end of the day, the casino does better, and they pay you for that ability. They pay you a yield, depending on it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, or whatever, right? Well, the problem was they were taking the funds and they were betting on Bitcoin and betting on other cryptos as the crypto market was going up and then using that money to pay out the yield to new people and other people. And so, mm. <laughs> so mm. the more people that came in, the more money they invested in Bitcoin or other crypto, and then they just kept that cycle going. Does that sound familiar to anyone? Like a Ponzi scheme kind of <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I can't believe you trusted this dude. Like, was it that dude that you It seen? was him. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, basically. The guy? Yes, that's the guy. That's the guy we're talking about. That's our fraudster for the day. I would have respected you more if you, like, fell for one of those DM scams. That's like, the I D can help you make a million dollars. And then you're like, yeah, actually, but only $50 up front. I would have been like, that makes sense. You know, you gave him 50 bucks and the guy blocked you. But this is. A lot of videos, they said they trusted Celsius, you know, I thought, okay, this will be great. And there's even a time in one of his town halls <laughs> where he said, we're okay, even in bankruptcy and everything will oh. be fine. The banks are really going to be in trouble. Yeah, the banks that are like insanely uh. supported by the federal government are the ones you should, <laughs> you should worry about. <laughs> Not Uncle Rico. Yeah. So <laughs> in front of a whiteboard. <laughs> Uncle Rico Mashinsky, and that was, I believe, his wife, Chrissy Mashinsky, in there. Um, <laughs> they went into bed. Celsius is in bankruptcy right now. And I have, let's just say, a lot more than $1,000 in Celsius. Jesus. Uh, and it's locked up in there. And so. Uh, some of it we're going to get back, apparently, but uh, most of it, I think, I mean, I'm probably going to get pennies on the dollar at this point because yeah. it's bankruptcy. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. This is, the, this is the gambling of crypto, which is pretty. So it is just a gamble. There's literally no recourse for you to get your money back. There's no way for you to pull out. Correct. Correct. Whoa. Yeah. There is like a, a certain amount of money that you're allowed to take out now if you had it in this certain way. But that's kind of boring. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, pretty much it's bankruptcy. And the courts are saying like people gave Celsius their money. So it's Celsius's money pretty much. And now there's like an agreement and a deal that's being struck to try to get customers their funds back in as whole of a way as possible. Again, not so important for our show, important for me, the victim, to know. So that's kind of a level set. Do we have any questions about what I just went through? Oh, man, yeah. I don't understand any of it. Tina, I, I am intrigued. <laughs> like so, that presentation, like there was no paperwork, right? That place doesn't have paperwork. No. Like what, how did you even send them the money? They didn't have a soundstage. How you just, like, <laughs> you just yeah. do, the, do this. Look at your thumb. I'm just beep tapping. Like, did you Venmo this guy? No, uh, you know he has my. The, I mean, the company has like you know my driver's license. Um, <laughs> they have they have to know who they're you're giving your money to. But no, there's not. It's like worse than Venmo. Venmo <laughs> has uh, is actually like backed by you know inst institutional financing. 
this company is just, it's a, it was a casino. Now, when you said that you checked that they were a reputable company, how do you uh, even do, ooh. is it just like, at, like, did you not check? What does that sound? Yeah. Does that mean you actually <laughs> didn't check at all? Again, did you do this going into it thinking you were going to be frauded? Did you do no. this to get frauded? It's like. You guys, just none lie. of you gamble, though. None of you go no, to the I casino. And no, like, but none of us have crap. disposable income, Sina. <laughs> <laughs> we do stand-up comedy. Yeah, I'm paycheck to paycheck, Sina. Yeah. What are you talking Gambling? about? I need the $3 that I just got from this show. <laughs> I need to eat, Sina. <laughs> I just I'm married. What I'm are you talking about? <laughs> But well, that's even precisely the point. Like, you're like, but none of you gamble. It's like, <laughs> yes, it's better to go to the casino. Like, why Like, why did you go on this shady even in your gambling habits? It's like, go to a loan shark, like a real man, and bet on the Chiefs game. <laughs> and Just that would be the better. the scariest loan shark there is. You want to yeah. really feel you're something? Right. There's not, you're none of you are rug. I definitely should have like gone to an actual casino. In fact, I'm a much better craps player than I am a crypto investor, apparently. And so I should have definitely done it this way. And I also should have bet on the Chiefs. All of these things would have yielded me more money than putting my blind trust into a company that I just saw a bunch of YouTube videos and TikTok videos that said it was okay. Okay, that's that was oh, it. No, that was it. Cena. It was Not so TikTok bad. TikTok videos. Know, it's so stupid. It's so crazy. The amount of effort that I put into the research for this show, I don't think I put even 2% into the research for my own money into this. Because it seemed like a good time. Dude. Yeah. I hate to victim blame, but you're making me do it. You're, make, you're forcing my hand, Cena. Yeah. You forced my hand. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. I'd love to tell you guys a little bit about Alex Mashinsky and how much of a fraud he actually is. Now that we've done the research on who he is, uh, notably, I probably should have done anything close to this amount of research before I sent a significant amount of money into Celsius. So let's talk you about. You didn't even look the guy up. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even look up his background. He could have been any yeah. Joe Schmo. He really could have. Yeah, he was. You know, you born in Ukraine in 1965 to a Jewish family. He seemed like a nice man. <laughs> <laughs> This may be the most stressful episode of Fraudsters we've done yet. I'm very stressed out. <laughs> I'm highly stressed. I think your next NFT should be the due diligence ape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least before you got pictures of apes, now you just have nothing and you lost even more money. 
<laughs> yeah, sure did. Luckily, I don't think Cosmo listens to the show that often, so she's not going to really know exactly how bad it was. She could hear you. Well, she probably <laughs> She's could. in the she, other room. <laughs> it's so embarrassing to come on here and talk about how I lost this money. Especially because all of us laugh at you. As and you then know. you're all <laughs> laughing, <laughs> which I understand I, I committed to this life, you know, this career of being laughed at. Uh, oh boy! But it's when people last time they were like, "You're you, you are trying to defraud other people." I'm like, I don't know how that's possible. So, folks, be careful. Do your own research. Anything. <laughs> don't gamble. Uh, or if you are gambling, hit me up. DM me. Anyways, Alex <laughs> Mashinsky was born in Ukraine in 1965. All right, to a Jewish family. His family applied for and obtained permission from the Ukrainian government to leave the country in the 70s and move to Israel. From an early age, though, he was a tinkerer, obsessed with learning how stuff works and how he could use that knowledge to, of course, cheat the system. One of his passions was tapping into and using public phone lines. He has claimed to have invented the idea for Uber ride-sharing as oh, well as no. Voice over IP, which stands for Voice over Internet Protocol. Uh, it's what you use when you make a call over the internet with Google, Facebook Messenger, Skype, or Zoom. He took credit for that whole thing. Oh, oh no. Okay. He invented the internet. <laughs> but, yeah. What's interesting is that I looked into the pens. By the way, it's not that I don't have the ability to research. It's just that I didn't. Yeah. And so I literally went and looked at the patents and we had our intern pull the patents and stuff because he said he authored almost 50 patents and he did author almost 50 patents. But here's the problem. He took credit for voice over IP, which is incorrect. He made a thing similar to voice over IP in Europe called Voice Over Broadband, and he sent in a patent for a European patent for that. And so he's taking credit for all of Voice Over IP when, you, when he made a patent for Europe, which in patent world, you can only get a patent in the countries that you apply for the patent in. And so he's claiming on his website and in public that he invented Voice Over IP. But if you actually look at it, he just kind of made a precursor to what we now call voice over IP. And the real inventor of voice over IP, who has the National Inventors Hall of Fame Award, is an African-American female inventor from Bell Labs, Dr. Marianne Croak. And this woman was like doing incredible technology in the ARPANET days, which is like the late 70s, early 80s, she started, late, early 80s, she started at Bell Labs. So before the internet, there was ARPANET, which is like a bunch of schools and universities were just hooked up to each other and that's it. And she was the one that was pushing Bell Labs to say, use the internet to communicate messages. And they were like, you're crazy, lady. And she was like, no, no, it'll be really good. And she was the one that basically pushed things along and there's wow. a bunch of other patents that le led up to voice over IP, but she was the one that basically put it over the edge and spearheaded the entire platform. Happy Black History Month, everybody. There you Did go. Yeah. And <laughs> he basically took that. He was trying to claim that for him. Well, yeah. So this is just a pattern mm -hmm. of lying, right? A seed of truth 
right? He was part of the process of voiceover IP coming to, to fruition, but he was not the guy that invented voiceover IP. Even saying that one person invented it is denying the fact that there's tons of people that made all these incremental inventions along the way, right? As so, a yeah. Yeah. So so what you're saying is that it only took like just a quick Google search to find out this guy was a heinous liar, like just like <laughs> the fastest search of him to see that he is, in fact, a, a really big liar. I mean, I did have to read. I did have to read some pens. But, yeah, I mean, okay, it was an e- right. a half an evening. Half an evening to refute the biggest claim on his resume. Yeah, it was pretty quick. I just like if I'm buying a plane ticket, I have to check yeah. the, like the time like 20 times before just to make sure like this is the date, right? This is the time I need to leave, right? And I'm just still just bowled over, Sino. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I think I was taking a shit when I was moving money over. Uh, I think it was just that fast. It was just tapping <laughs> tap, tap. I think I just sent a tweet and then this I moved is, money. I'm beginning to think this is more of a braggadocious episode. Like, yeah, I had a thousand dollars just a throw at Celsius. No! no. I just a thousand dollars sitting in my one of one of my many joint accounts with my wife and i decided to slide it over to this ukrainian man that i don't even know really anything about him but it seemed like wow incredible yeah well as a teenager he uh, mashinsky oh my god as a teenager (laughs) mashinsky was very enterprising he started to make money by purchasing confiscated goods at auctions from his local airport and then reselling them. Was this in Israel? Um, yes. And then he's he was confiscated stuff in Israel. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I wonder who I, it came I'm, from. Yeah, I have four <laughs> rocket propelled grenades that were headed for the West Bank for sale. Well, he also served in the Israeli army. And he trained as a pilot and left the military in 1987. That next year, he ended up moving to New York City. So not only... Was this Ukrainian man via Israel moved to New York City? But when I was tapping my phone, I was just sending this guy in Manhattan my money. Yeah. And a quote from his website sums up his journey to, uh, to self-importance by describing him himself as being born into communism, reared under socialism, and currently thriving under capitalism. In fraud we trust. And so he claimed to have authored more than 50 pens, and we talked about that, covering voiceover IP, smart grid, ad exchanges, group on Twitter, Lyft, Verizon, YouTube, and other top-performing web-based companies. Again, we looked at the patents, and it's hard to exactly determine where the truth ends and where the lie starts, but he is listed as an author of nearly 50 pens. How applicable they are to these businesses, I think we could look at what he did and took credit for voiceover IP as an example. So, I mean... His first big swing was founding a venture capital firm that claimed to have raised over a billion dollars while investing in over 60 startups. And of course, sick of funding other people's dreams, he turned his focus to creating his own startup. And you guys are going to love this. This startup was one of his first ideas, and it was a company that specialized in, drumroll please, whole body transplants. So he watched yeah. Get Out one time. Well, that's interesting. You say that. Or is it more like a face-off situation Ooh, where you switch the bodies? No. Old timey. Yeah. <laughs> and the wives Keeping don't it, notice. Feeding an old person's brain and nervous system and putting them into a new body 
But that business never materialized. But of course, Jordan Peele won an Oscar for writing a horror movie about the similar concept. Uh, I imagine Mashinsky pitched the idea to at least one VC or more who then angrily told him to get out. Mm. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Um, That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> That's that he's is He's not a doctor. Like what are you no. talking? What are you like where did he oh, so what, so, his idea was like, okay, we scoop out the insides, right? We put that scoop up, in put another him in a one. bucket. <laughs> yeah. Slop it into the other one, just jiggle it out of the bucket. <laughs> Bam, you got a transplant. <laughs> That's pretty it's much good. it. I mean, I can't imagine why that didn't get off the ground. <laughs> I would love, I love to it. see, yeah, like a boardroom of serious professional people listening to that presentation. Like, <laughs> you, know, you, know how, you know how you like want bigger tits, but your body doesn't have the tits on it? Well, what if you took your head off and put it inside another head and then with like, a, and then you got the tits? <laughs> yeah. Where, also, where are they going to get the other body from? Is it going to be cadavers? Yeah, or I don't know. Volunteer to switch Fresh bodies? bodies. Fresh bodies. We kill them. Harvesting. Let's do it. It's so crazy. I love how uh, unhinged this man is, and you gave him your money. I love this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am on board, a hundred percent. It's also the level of access. Like this guy, even if he's exaggerating his patents, right? He had jobs. Oh my God. Jobs and money was thrown at him. Look, he had so many other startups too, Justin. Comgates developed a telecommunication software. This other company he had, Voice Smart, was a voice over IP company. Governing Dynamics was a startup incubator. Elematics, a multi vendor control panel software for optical telecom infrastructure. Arbanet, another voice over IP company. Groundlink, the company that he claimed created what Uber and Lyft became. Transit Wireless, which provides Wi-Fi to the New York City subway system, apparently. That was his company. So when you're on the fucking subway, the internet is Alex Mashinsky underground. That's the, the, is the company. He had something to do with the actual company that got that contract. Yes. Okay, because a lot of this is like, he comes up with an idea and then it actually exists as somebody else. Exists. And he goes, remember when I said, wouldn't it be cool if you press the button on your phone and some food came? <laughs> I am now co-author of Uber Eats. This man sounds like all of my uncles. <laughs> but imagine if like your uncle's did of like 30% of the hundred scammy businesses they did were real and they made a lot yeah. of money. That's yeah, what's crazy. Yeah. You miss a hundred percent of the scams you don't take. Yeah. You're right. And oh no, it. don't get convinced. Don't start giving your, your extras $50 anywhere, Ariel. Don't do it. Cause that's all I've got. I've got 50. I'm like, no one cares about $50. Like if I lose $50, I guess I lose $50. It's not a thousand or Lord knows how much right. this guy has of Cena's money now. <laughs> but his biggest company and the one that has brought us here today is Celsius. Uh, founded in 2017, Celsius was quote, a cryptocurrency lending platform where investors could deposit their cryptocurrency in return for promises of high yields on those digital assets. Well, like any good startup in the 21st century, Celsius promised to be a disruptor. It would take mm. aim at the biggest banks in the world, provide help to everyday investors like me to achieve financial freedom. Guys, I wanted to be financially free. 
But you know when I thought when I read this? The Freedman's Bank. From Freedman's Bank to fucking Celsius. The pitch hasn't fucking changed. Let's go to people that don't know any better or that are just too ignorant and stupid to do anything and mm-hmm. tell them we can get you financial freedom. There isn't a lore in this country of getting financial freedom that I don't think we could shake. I think it's in the rooted in the, the very fundamentals of capitalism that we constantly want more. Right. Well, especially yeah. in a country where everyone's cripplingly indebted with like student loan debt, mortgage debt, credit card debt. Medical so it's debt. Like, yeah. Medical debt. Yeah. Somebody save me. According to a lawsuit that describes Celsius, Celsius, quote, Celsius offered its customers a variety of cryptocurrency related products and services, which were accessible through Celsius's website and mobile application. Investors could then transfer cryptocurrency from their own digital wallet into their Celsius account, purchase crypto through the Celsius app using dollars, or purchase cryptocurrency through Celsius using other cryptocurrencies. After investors transferred crypto to Celsius, they could earn interest on that cryptocurrency or use it as collateral to borrow against. Now, that last sentence, that's where the two big things would happen. One, people would give them the money and they were supposed to get a yield back. That's what I was doing. But what a lot of other people would do, let's say you had one or two, three Bitcoin, right? And at one point they were like each $50,000 each. Right now, I don't know what it's at, maybe 20, 30, whatever. So you figure you got like $150,000. You can use that three Bitcoin as leverage. So, you know, you could take a loan against something. If you apply for a credit card, they want to know what your assets are. They want to know what you're going to do, what, what you have to collateralize with that loan. Bitcoin was what Celsius said you could use to take a loan against. So you give, you put your Bitcoin here and you can say, all right, I have $150,000 in Bitcoin in Celsius. Give me a loan of $150,000 and I'll pay that back. Easy to pay back because Bitcoin kept going up, 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 and up, right? So, of course, it's going to be easy to pay it back. But, of course, you're at the casino. What are we doing? What are we doing at the casino? We're eventually going to give money back to the house. Mashinsky became interested in crypto earlier in 2017 when his company, Governing Dynamics, uh, brought on a company called Micromoney as a strategic partner. Micromoney is a blockchain company, and we've talked about blockchain so many times in the past. That's just the underlying technology of crypto. That's just software. But it's what you do on top of that software that makes it super scammy. Mashinsky instantly saw the possibilities of the platform and started Celsius the same year. According to lore, the plan for Celsius was drawn up on a coffee shop napkin. Mashinsky knew that people <laughs> that loved makes sense okay. to me. Okay. The yeah. whole started in a garage story, uh, like Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, and Google could claim. But Mashinsky was already like uh, head of a billion-dollar VC firm. He was already super, super wealthy. So the coffee shop napkin would have likely been handed to him by like a butler of, <laughs> of his or something. Um, to this end, Mashinsky hosted a weekly YouTube live stream called Ask Mashinsky Anything where he was fond of wearing T-shirts emblazoned with the mantra, quote, banks are not your friends. I, I, I agree. 
I can see how you could be seduced by that. Like that alone, I understand even just like a little bit of like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm with this guy. He's trying to make, he's trying to be a disruptor of sorts. Um, I do understand that. I do want to like ask a quick question. Please. That like when you said like when you're talking about Celsius and that you give the money. So it is like a bank in which like when you're putting into like a savings account or like an investing account, yeah. that you're giving them the money to play with. Yes. Right. So they took your money and they did something else with it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So when you give your money to a bank, right, you're like local bank, they are loaning that money out. Right. Right. And so they're using that money, but they're providing loans for people's homes or small business loans, things like that. And of course your money is backed by the FDIC. So up to $250,000, I believe. If the bank goes under, you at least will get $250,000 back. With this, because they're promising you, you know, and the bank gives you an interest rate when you do that, right? So mm -hmm. in this case, they're giving you a high yield or at a high rate, and then they're, supposed to be providing liquidity to the market in a safe way. But what they were doing was just placing bets and putting, giving loans out to everybody. And you're not really seeing who these people are that you're giving loans to. You're not really caring. You know, it doesn't really matter to them. They're just gambling. And they hired other people that were even more corrupt than Mashinsky that were literally just buying NFTs everywhere with customer funds and then pocketing the NFTs and then flipping them. And there was no way at Celsius to track where that money was. Here you are, BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Man, so there's like a lot of corrupt people that work in in um, just money in general, not even just crypto, just yeah, all of there's, it. They're all evil. Yeah, it's the mafia. Yeah, imagine how corrupt regular finance was like leading up to the financial collapse and all these things happened, right? And that's regulated by the government. There's no regulation for crypto right now. So it is still just a giant – it's not even a casino with like pit bosses, you know, at least there's yeah. a, at the casino, there's like a big guy or person there that's just like, well, OK, got to count it when you exchange money or whatever. They're making sure everything's right. There's cameras everywhere. There's not even that. 
There's just you walking into a raw concrete basement. There's a man in the middle who's from the Ukraine. Who's He's like, kind of greasy to the touch, but don't ask him where the grease came from. He's like, you could trust me. And so <laughs> and I was like, well, I got nothing else to do on this Friday afternoon. Let me give this man all my money. So... Uh, Celsius's business model centered on loaning money, investing money, being stored in its coffers. Here's the other thing it also did. It also offered uh, an initial coin offering. And we've talked a little bit about these ICOs before, but it's like an initial public offering on the stock market. So when a company goes to market, but with a coin, a cryptocurrency, their coin was called CEL, Celsius, right? And one token initially cost 30 cents. And Celsius, when they do this, they were able to raise $50 million through this offering. So just if we were to say, we're creating a coin for fraudsters, the fraud coin, and we're going to have people buy it, and people will just give us money, and what will we give them? This fucking coin that they can trade with and do things with in exchange <laughs> for value. But the only value that people would ascribe to it is the value that they would ascribe to it. So it's like there's no value to it. There's nothing unless we put value on it. It's so much of taking real money and just transferring around nothing, like things that don't mean anything around and then getting more money. Yeah. It's great. I got to get into this stuff. I know. Let's go to another clip from Alex Mashinsky. There has been a a number of concerns raised about your model uh, and about what Celsius does. And I want to get your take on a few of those. The first thing is that there was a report pretty recently from Coindesk suggesting that you're offering uncollateralized loans as part of your business offerings. Of course, that could be incredibly risky. Can you uh, help us confirm if that is the case? Well, so uh, under collateralized, not uncollateralized, right? So for retail, 100% of our retail loans are fully collateralized. They actually have, on average, uh, uh, 300% collateral. Because uh, so, we only offer up to 50% loan to value. Uh, but on the institutional side, we have very uh, uh, credible uh, counterparties. They have billions of dollars in a balance sheet. And for those, we have uh, under collateralized. But we don't offer any non collateralized loans. Are so, you comfortable with the, the risks involved in that for the business? Yeah, look, we've been uh, doing this for uh, five years now, longer than anybody else. We have 23 billion in assets. We just raised $750 million round of funding, one of the largest round of fundings in crypto history. And uh, uh, the business is doing very well. Uh, No uh, shit, it's doing very well. It's the only place in the world where the institutions are paying retail fees. Normally, it's the other way around. Normally, your bank or your institution charges you fees and gives it to their shareholders. Here, we are charging institutions fees and giving it to the retail guy, and it's doing good and then doing well, right? So Celsius is, that's our motto. That's what we focused on. It's doing good, and it's doing well, and it's doing fine, and it's doing swell. <laughs> so it's good to have a suit on. Too much. Yeah. You don't even have a suit on, bro. Come on. I know. Where's your suit? So let me just break that down real quick. One of the yeah, things please, that was because I have no idea what the that's hell. That's the only way they could have gotten me is because I'm a dummy. And when you're talking in circles like that, I would have been like, "All right, I'll give you seventy five dollars." It sounds like you know what you're doing. 
Well, That's the only way he could have got me. I, I wish I would have watched this video because this is very scammy, right? He's basically oh. saying here, people like me or other people like retail investors, when we put up uh, one Bitcoin, let's say it's $50,000, Celsius will only loan us $25,000, right? They'll only loan us 50% of what our collateral is, which is that one Bitcoin, right? So that's what they're saying. For institutional investors, so big companies, big crypto companies, they're saying, like FTX's Alameda Research, they will say, all right, you can give us one Bitcoin, but we'll loan you $150,000. So your only collateral is that one Bitcoin. So if the price of Bitcoin goes down, you've they've already loaned this other person $150,000. And you could imagine that gap can grow and grow and grow mm. as the price of Bitcoin plummets, which is exactly what happened. And so when everything blew up, when the price of Bitcoin, see the, the funny thing about Ponzi schemes is that they work great until everything <clears throat> goes down. When the prices drop of everything, then you see where all the scams are. And that was when FTX blew up, Celsius started, all these other places started blowing up, and it was just a cascading effect. Obviously, FTX is the most recent one that we're, that we're seeing, but more are coming after. Things happened before Celsius, and it all kind of snowballs because they're all doing a Ponzi on each other. And so what you're left <laughs> with are the only people that were just doing boring shit that no one really invested in, and those are the ones that are surviving that are the ones that were not scammy. Um, does that make sense? So how sense? is this connected to FTX then, which is the one that currently is going? Yeah, is FTX happening. was its own platform, but they had a research arm, like a hedge fund that would place bets on the market as well. And they took a loan from Celsius. They went to Celsius and said, I got 10 Bitcoin, right? Let's say 10 Bitcoin is $50,000. This is like, you know, $500,000. And they said, Celsius, we want a loan. We'll give you 10 Bitcoin. Celsius says, how much do you want to, how much of a loan do you want? We're like, $1.5 million. <gasps> Celsius is like, no problem. Here's $1.5 million. <gasps> Where are they getting that $1.5 million to loan? From you. To, from you, <laughs> dummy, idiot, stupid, <laughs> clown. <laughs> yes. Yes, from me and from, you know, the fake uh, increase in all the uh, other cryptos that they had there. So Damn. they were promising 17% returns, one of the highest returns in the crypto market. Mashinsky positioned himself as the Robin Hood, taking control of the money away from the big rich bankers and giving it to the little guys. A good billionaire, guys, a good billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> It's no mm -hmm. such thing, man. And yeah. so just like Lou Perlman, uh, he had this in employee investment savings account. In 2018, Celsius announced the rewards program, the EARN program. That's the one that I was in. And it's called mm. Uh, mm. the Earned Interest Account. Sounds more like an urn, like where you put your ashes. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just set it on fire, Cena. <laughs> <laughs> so that obviously expanded Celsius's footprint. They got a bunch more money. In 2020, Celsius opened a round of investing that included all potential investors, not just venture capitalists. In a statement to the New Blood, 
Mashinsky announced a pledge to return 80% of all profits to investors. He obviously would never do that. By 2021, <laughs> he had over 200 employees and offices in five countries. <laughs> Damn. In that year, they ended up losing 35,000 ETH or Ethereum coins on a third-party platform. I don't know. They just lost it. It was just lost. It's gone. Poof. Just there goes my monopoly lost. money. Uh, by 2022, Celsius had collected nearly $20 billion from investors. And that's when stuff started to turn in May of 2022. User withdrawals cost a loss of $1.4 billion. Mashinsky's reports that Celsius is, quote, stronger than ever. To counteract the loss, the platform initiated uh, referral bonuses. If you get a friend to sign up, you get $50 in free crypto. Uh, uh, they added a $1,000 daily uh, raffle. <laughs> this is why we're doing this episode. He's trying to get his referral bonus. I see what's happening. <laughs> this is just, this, is, this episode is a scam. <laughs> yes. Please sign up for Celsius. Use my use my referral code. I need this money. My, I need this money. <laughs> so dumb. So uh, he turned it into a fucking carnival and it worked. People put money in. Like fucking me. Like such an idiot. Over the next month, $900,000 was invested back into Celsius after the new influx of cash on June 12th. Celsius freezes all withdrawals, swaps, and transfers in response to, quote, extreme market conditions. They pause withdrawals to, quote, stabilize liquidity and operations, and, of course, never resumed. (laughs) They laid off a quarter of its now 650-person workforce. And let's go to a quick news clip on Mashinsky. We have a bit of breaking news for you now. Alex Mashinsky, who is the chief executive and co-founder of Celsius Network, is uh, resigning from the company. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, they are citing Mashinsky's law firm uh, in that resignation letter, which the journal is citing. I regret that my continued role as CEO has become an increasing distraction, he writes, and I'm very sorry about the difficult financial circumstances members of our community are facing. Those circumstances that he's referring to are the $4.7 billion that Celsius owns uh, owes its clients. Uh, the company paused all withdrawals and filed for bankruptcy in July. And again, now Mashinsky, who has been under a lot of scrutiny, is stepping down. We'll bring you any further developments as we get them. By the way, he stepped down and he still maintained his like uh, stock holdings. He was like chairman. It was on the board. It was like, mm. it's real. It's real. Oh, damn. You know what's bad when Yahoo Finance got a hold of you. Yeah, that's the problem. Jackie, thank you for being here. How did this make you feel? What do you, do you view me differently now? (laughs) Yes, of course I view you differently now. I can't even lie about it. The fact that you didn't look into it at all. You just trusted a TikTok. I'm sorry, multiple TikToks. You came on here thinking this was going to be a serious show, and then this clown... Has given money to a TikTok guy. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, I needed the laughter. I, need, I, like, I haven't like, like, uh, like pointed at someone and just went ah! <laughs> in like at least twenty years. So I think that this is really what I needed. So thank you good. for having me. Well, on. my pleasure. I do it for the content. Let's. That's all I can say. <laughs> sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. I bet you did. Tell that to your wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Jackie Zabrowski. What are what you're doing? What's your next live stream? Oh, just uh, come follow me on twitch.tv forward slash Ono. It's Jackie. Um, I do lots of fun content on there, including talk to uh, Dr. Jordan, who you've had on the show before, um, who is a sex therapist. And um, we do like a late night show on Tuesdays that you should come check out that we um, she'll answer all of your sex questions. Mm. Okay. How do I bring yes. cryptocurrency into the bedroom? No, that's probably not a question. Oh, God. Right? Oh, make <laughs> me drier don't. than a piece of toast. That's how. <laughs> Talking cryptocurrency. <laughs> Jackie Zabrowski, thank you so much. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Fraudsters. This is our season finale. We're going to do a two-parter on Celsius next week. We'll be back with our interview with Tiffany Fong. I think you're going to love it. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Check out our show notes for the show's social media links so you can follow us and see the resources we use for this episode, like my bank account. Fraudsters is hosted by me, Sina Gazdami, Justin Williams, and Ariel Lieti. Producer is Jordan Oconcia. Production coordinator is Noreen Malik. Editor is Ryan Connor. Our writer is Nick Turner. Our researcher is Emily Fusco. Robert Rosigliano is our legal intern. Music by Grant Gordon. And big thanks to Jackie Zabrowski from the last podcast network. Executive producer is me, Sina Gazdami, and this has been a production of Zero Cool and the Last Podcast Network. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.